Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Success Codes podcast. I am so excited you joined me today. I have a very special guest, and I feel a bit naughty that we're going to be giving a sneak peek to her event, <laughs> but we're going to dive right in. Her name is Anna Kowalski. She's a purpose and prosperity leadership coach and mentor, and she empowers women to embark on a prosperous, soulful journey to serve and speak their purpose. Mm -hmm. So welcome, Anna. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so, Melinda, I feel naughty. I love it. We're going to be naughty. <laughs> Let's be naughty. Well, I, was, I was prepping and I was like, oh my gosh, there's 18 speakers and I'm going to ask her to share not only about the event, but the speakers. And so I'm going to get mm -hmm. a little sneak peek too. So Yes. Yes. So exciting. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Anna is the host, the founder, the creator of an, an event, an online summit that is happening starting December 11th. And there's again, mm -hmm. 18 speakers. I am one of them. I'm so excited. And it's mm -hmm. called Sacred Success Salon. Mm -hmm. And I just want to dive right in because I was so honored that you asked me to be part of mm -hmm. this. And we had such a fun conversation. So mm -hmm. in my, my video yes. comes out on December 13th. And I want her to share with everyone about the salon, how she got mm -hmm. started, and um, we'll kick it off from there and see where our intuition yeah. guides us. Yeah, I love it. Perfect. So Sacred Success Salon. First of all, let me just tell you this little funny, funny, um, funny thing about it. When I created the salon, people told me, most people will not understand what it is because when you say salon, people think a hair salon. I'm like, no, no, the sophisticated people do know that it's a salon. A salon is a space where people discuss important topics, topics of importance, right? Yeah, and you do it at a hair salon too. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very true. So true. So Sacred Success Salon, the whole idea of Sacred Success came about when I was downloading what my work is about. And I always knew that it was emerging. It was merging of the sacredness, of the spirituality, of the untouchable parts of who we are and the tangible 3D experience of life. Because I knew how to create the 3D, but it was always missing something. And it was missing soul, spirit. It was missing energy. It was missing divinity. That's where I started to learn what that all meant. And I kept it separate. I said, wait a second. What was missing in the 3D, meaning with the money and the success that I created, what was missing was me, the essence of me. That's where the whole sacred success came together. And it was an expression of when all of you is in something, when you enjoy a beautiful life, a beautiful business, living where you want to live, doing what you want to do. It doesn't matter if you're a multimillionaire or not, as long as you are enjoying where you are, who you are, how you live, what you create, who you serve, you are successful. Yeah. So... So I started to create that business. And then, of course, part of creation of a business is the whole idea of, well, how will I market it? And I was trying all the traditional ways. And then I always was drawn to, well, first of all, I used to be a hostess in a restaurant like decades ago. And I remember saying, if I could make money being a hostess, I would the kind of money I wanted to, I would do it for a living. Now, at the time, I didn't know that there actually are restaurants where hosts do make very good money. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that either. 
Oh, yes. There are some very... First person, yeah. Yes, and you are the gatekeeper. So there, there are some restaurants that that actually that becomes a very important role. But I didn't know it then. All I knew was the hostess that I was being in a restaurant where it was nice, but I wasn't going to make a killing doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I always knew that I loved hosting people, that I loved creating an experience. And then I learned about online events. And I learned about series you put together where you invite others and you ask them questions. And I'm like, wow, I could make these new friends that I learned so much from. I will be learning. And by learning, I will be sharing what it is that I am, that I am learning, that I am using in my business and creating my success in my life. I'm like, oh my gosh, sign me up. (laughs) And I've been hooked ever since. It gives me a way to, first of all, share wisdom, which as you can tell, because you have a podcast, you know, it's so important, right? Share being in a space of generosity and sharing what we know and giving people access to it. I think it's just so important. So there was that aspect. And then also, of course, it gave me exposure. I was getting to know all these new people that I got to collaborate with. Like you right, you and I right now, our paths might have not crossed anytime soon. So Sacred Success Salon, it's in its 17th edition. We have interviewed almost 300 guest experts because every series has anywhere from 10 to we even had a series with 45 speakers. <laughs> Girl, how did you do that? <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, you know what happened, Melinda, when um when COVID started. So I already had one, I was already planning a series, and then COVID started. And it was beginning of March and our first, and that series was going, not first, that series was going to go live end of April. And as soon as it started, as soon as the whole shutdown started, I said, this is the beginning of something that we don't even fully understand. Not just because it's a shutdown. This is not going to be a day or two. This is a whole new demarcation of where we're going as humanity and working on a spirit level we saw that, right? Like I saw that. I'm sure you saw that. I said, I get to bring in as many people as I possibly can and make sure that there are, that people can tune tune into something that's productive and inspiring and filled with possibility. And that's going to be, so that's why I said 45 and oh, but let me tell you when I got the 45 number, I was like, how the heck am I ever... It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but we pulled it off and it was amazing. And it gave people opportunity to, for several weeks, to tune into some, some really juicy information. It was very timely. So we haven't stopped. This is our 17th edition and amazing people like you come together and it's, it's business. So people who are, who are successful in business, but also are accessing this other dimension. They are in a spirit world. They work with spirit world, with energies, whether it's intuition and manifestation, business tips on how to use it, how to raise your frequency, how to create success on your own terms. What does it even mean? And the topic for this particular one is we are coming into this whole new era of renaissance, a new renaissance where there will be a lot of new solutions coming for humanity. They already are in the energetic space. Our job is to download it, to download the ideas, to sit there like a Tesla. You know, Tesla had his own strategies where he sat in a room and he allowed them himself to download wisdom 
And he wasn't the only one. Einstein worked like that. He would just get insights and he and channeled downloads on how to solve certain things that haven't even been implemented yet because they're so far ahead of the, at the time. And we are in a space right now where we need to tune in even deeper because our businesses will no longer be like the old traditional businesses. Our work is changing very quickly. AI coming in is going to eliminate so many jobs. We already know that. And that's good news. It's good news because it's going to eliminate the jobs that can be done by robots, which means the humans weren't being very creatively utilized. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. If a robot can do it, then a human definitely wasn't using their creative faculties or their intuitive faculties. So now, right? So now we are at this new era where intuition, creativity, business savvy, but not because you learned it, but somehow parts parts of you know it because it's in the field, right? That's where we're going into. So I asked 18 speakers one of them is you, which you already shared, to ask about their stories, how they shifted from one industry to another, how they followed. And you shared so beautifully about yourself and your husband and how that merged together and what propelled you to create something that probably wouldn't have happened if you just did the logical thing. Yeah. (laughs) Right? True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So asking questions of people who have successfully transitioned from industry to industry, began to use their intuition and their creativity to create something, a life that they actually want to live, because that's the only way that we can lead and thrive into the future. There is no saving enough for this for this um, inflation. There is no budgeting to get through. I love it. Somebody said it on Facebook yesterday, which if I remember, I will give them credit. Jeremy Krakowski, no relation whatsoever. He's a business um, mentor. And he said on Facebook, you can't budget your way out of this inflation. Mm. And I said, you know what? That is so smart. The only way is to get creative and resourceful and create and download and channel solutions that people will want to invest money into. Mm -hmm. Right? Like we want, right? Like we want to get through it by budgeting enough money and which is pretty much to me when I say budget, it's like holding your breath because you only have enough and hopefully you can take, you can exhale on the other side. That's not what's going to work. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And and you can try to budget yourself to death and there's still things you need and the prices keep going up. So yeah, you're totally right. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do we now work with the energy, work with the, with the invisible to support us in downloading something that people will actually want to be a part of and invest in and co-create and pay you for. So -hmm. you don't have to budget. You can constantly grow your business, grow your contribution, allow money to come in because we all about purpose and prosperity in the salon Mm -hmm. and allow yourself to be the channel for what's possible as the world is, you know, trying to put their head in the sand, we are going to lead and thrive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what this salon is about. Wow, that's it's amazing. So 17, what year did you start and how many do do a year? Oh my gosh, you know, every time I'm asked this question, I, I'm like, I make up this, the, the answer. I think I started in 2000, because I'm like, I don't even remember. When I first started, I was doing three a year. This year, this is our third one. So about three a year, but there had to be some more because I started, I think, four years ago. I'm pretty okay. sure I started four years ago. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I started four years ago. Yeah. So <laughs> you started then before COVID. So yeah, when COVID came, 
it yeah. was just a great platform to yep. relate. Absolutely. To so mm-hmm. that's amazing. That's amazing. One thing I, I really want to give you kudos for and feel free to share a little bit about too, because that's um, my audience is, you know, busy, successful business people looking for, you know, what what's going to work, right? But yeah. often we get into shiny diamond object syndrome mm-hmm. or, you know, what's, let's try this. And the fact that this is 17 and you've stuck with it mm-hmm. yeah. in a sea of a lot of competition, let's be mm-hmm. honest, especially mm-hmm. yeah. in COVID, everyone started doing these summits, right? And yeah. have been one and done. Um, I feel like I've seen less of them, which is fine. Cause that means that some people tried it. It wasn't for them. Like yep. major kudos to you for like you. staying the course. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, can you share about that? Like in terms of like distance yeah. and building your confidence, anything in that, I think it's just really, really insightful because you're the first person I know that has done so many of these summits. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I don't plan to stop either. We already have plans for next year for 2024 for the next two to three series. We already have them lined up the titles because we always speak about the same. The, the, The conversation is always the same. How to be on purpose and prosperous. How to, again, how to live a life on purpose where you are expressing yourself, who you are, doing what you love while also making really awesome money. One does not have to exclude the other, which is how a lot of people operate, right? Mm. So so we are consistent with, with that umbrella as well. And one of the things was that I feel it, it, it makes me happy, even though it's work. But when you do 17 we have a certain rhythm, even though I, it is right now, I think it's my third or fourth assistant. So in the last few years, third assistant that I've changed, because, you know, we, we hire new people. I have a system in place so I can hire somebody who's never done it and I can give her a list and she goes and does it. She knows what to do. I know what to do. Now, as far as persistence, I am very persistent. I used to be called stubborn until somebody told me, no, actually, that's persistence. I'm like, oh, I like that better. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I found something that worked for me. I found something that gave me, again, access to collaboration, which is a powerful value that I live by. Collaboration is, is is the future. And by creating a summit, I... I get to do that. I get to give exposure to others while also creating my exposure. So when we've, I believe that when we find something that works, yeah, we make tweaks. Like sometimes we'll do the live series. Sometimes we'll do, you know, more speakers, sometimes less. Sometimes we try different things. We always shift things just a little bit to respond to where the market is. Like when I started, the interviews were an hour long, one hour. And I love it because I love to talk but <laughs> and I love to interview. But what I found is that the 30 minutes, and as you can tell with your podcast too, it's like people are limited with time. 30 minutes, they found they, they were able to schedule the time within the day, whether it's one in the afternoon, one in the evening, one midday, it works any longer than that. And people were tuning out. So we paid attention to that. So it's making changes along the way. But when we find something I believe that that that's what happened for me. I found something that I love doing. It is working. It's working in two ways. It's working when I create a series, 
but it also works in, in another way. The more I create and the more consistent I am, the more reliable I am in the market. So people invite me to their country, to their collaborations. Mm-hmm. And that gives me extra exposure. So I said, oh, this is a win-win everywhere. It's one of the ways for sure that I will continue grow my business, to grow my business. And yes, I've been in industries before. So get this. I was in a dot-com in on like the the brink of 2000, I was in a dot-com industry where it blew up. And so that was my first or second experience. Second time I was in the mortgage industry, like we owned the mortgage company. We had a real estate investment, 2008 blew up. So there was a third one that I cannot remember right now, but that's okay. What I started to see is that industries don't really disappear, blew up meaning it was swelling because everybody was getting into it. Everybody and their mother became a mortgage broker. I don't know if you remember that era. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, this guy was cutting my grass last week. Now he's a loan officer. What? He's a mortgage (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Not to take away credits from people who are smart and should have been doing smart work, but (laughs) I realized over time that there will be the Busts, right? Like everybody will jump on a summit wagon because it's popular and they think it's the way to do to go. And then those people who it will not work for will go away. Mm-hmm. And because that's what I saw happen in the dot com industry, the technology didn't go away, it busted. And those who stayed with it kept growing and expanding. Same thing with mortgages. I still have friends who are in the mortgage industry who didn't leave the industry in 2008. I left right before it happened. I think I knew something. But there were people who stayed in and now they're thriving and they've been thriving. Why? Because they they knew this was a place for them. They trusted themselves and stuck with it. So when it came to coaching industry and I've been in a coaching industry for well over like almost two decades now, 15 years or something like that. There have been so many times where people said, that's it. We are, we are reaching the busting where it's going to blow up. It's a, it's, it's going to, seven years ago, people were saying it, that's it. It's going to explode. It's going to bust. It's going to go away. And, you know, in a moment I was like, am I in the right industry? So when I, when I asked myself, is summit the right thing to do? Well, first of all, coaching industry is still somehow growing, right? Mm-hmm. More and more every single year, they're predicting it's going to grow that much more in 24. Same thing with summits. I don't think they're for everybody. That's a marketing. It's a marketing avenue that if it works for somebody, you stick with it. Mm-hmm. And then you don't pay attention to everybody saying, oh, they go away. And I've, I've been on some of those summits that are one and done. And I said, never again. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I will not be on somebody's summit if it's their first time. But unless I sense a certain level of commitment to what they're doing, mm-hmm. I won't stand for it. Yeah. Right. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that insight. Yeah. I know I went through a period of feeling like I was spinning my wheels, being on all these different podcasts and, and mm-hmm. summits and different things. And none of those people kept creating. They didn't, their podcast fizzled, you know, after 12, because yeah. Podcasting is a very similar thing that people yes. get excited. They jump in, they're like, yeah. And then they realize it's not an easy road. No. <laughs> like it takes a long time to build an audience, figure things out and they quit. Yeah. So yeah, I was with you. I kind of went dark on doing things for a while. I was like, I'm just going to like be by myself for a while. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It takes commitment. It really takes commitment. And you know, anything that's that anybody who's watching, who's created anything, you know, my business shifted. This is really good. My business really shifted in a coaching industry is when I started to just take it seriously and know that it's not a game for the next end of the month or the next launch or the next summit. I said, wait a second, this, this could be for life. I mean, I'm a, I'm a trainer in transformation now, which has been a very (laughs) intense work. That's on top of what I do in my business. And I'm like, this could be for life. So it doesn't mean that everything we create is for life, but to take something seriously and to stay committed to something, it, it, those are, that's when we really truly can master the skill. I mean, I can, I can now, uh, um, what's the word? I can lead a powerful interview and create a powerful series with very little prep work, but I can only do it because I've done 16 series before. I've interviewed almost 300 people live. We never, we only edited maybe three videos throughout the whole time. And it's because there were tech issues. <laughs> so it's, it's, and I pride myself in wanting to, to do a good job and represent my, my guest experts, you know, powerfully, but it's a commitment to a craft and that never gets old and that never expires. So when the industry busts, when, when, you know, it reaches a certain level and everybody scatters and they go back to mowing the lawn, going back to the guy who, who became a mortgage broker. I know he went, actually, I know he went back to mowing the lawn, <laughs> mowing his own loans. It doesn't matter because we are the ones, if you committed, if you, if you are persistent, if you, you may take, you may go dark, you may retrieve a little bit and say, let me regroup. Right. I call it, let me regroup. Yep. I, I need re- to just regrouped. I regrouped. I was like, just taking a little break, but I still did my thing, but yeah, I just regrouped on being on all the appearances. Let's say. Yeah. 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 And I do that too. I mean, I get into those periods where I'm like, wow, I, I promoted that person and now they're taking a six-month sabbatical. I'm like, but what about the people who I commit, that, that I gave word that this is a person that they should work with or they should be in a, in a community with? I, I'm not okay with that. So, yeah. so um, right? Mm-hmm. So we get, we get smarter and, you know, that's what happens. Then, then we know we, we can start sensing who are the people who are really committed, who are really going to be in it, who will do the right thing for the people who invite we invite to into the collaboration. So it's it's uh, it's values, it's character, it's stick to itiveness. It is not relying on what the market is doing because that's another thing. Like you said, people tend to do. What's the next shiny object? Let's jump on threads. <laughs> you know, threads oh, yeah. that <laughs> I opened the account, but I was like, yeah, that's energy and time. And I want to be smart about energy and time. So let me keep putting it in the places where I, I know I will stay committed to versus a platform. I don't know if you are, what was the platform that started that was just audio? Oh, there oh, the, was Wisdom and Clubhouse. I think Clubhouse around, but Clubhouse for, was the first one. And then Wisdom came like after that. Yeah. I think Clubhouse is around, but I don't hear about it anymore. But for a while, there was everybody was talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I think it's still around because do, I do hear it mentioned, mm-hmm. but it's not like everybody is utilizing it. People tried it and then jumped off. Yeah. So, and we sometimes we may not know what the thing is to give energy and time to until we actually jump into it and say, you know what? That didn't work out the way I wanted it to, but what can I learn from it? Mm-hmm. 
But for me, with with Sacred Success Salon, it's just it was love from first sight, from the first hello. <laughs> I love that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And I I love meeting people like you and having an ability to not just say, "Hey, can we get on on Zoom and talk?" No, can we get on Zoom and talk about something that matters so we can share and have other people join the conversation so we can contribute while we also talking about things that we love to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why I was like, we need to jump in right away because otherwise you yeah. and I will end up like talking on all these things that need to be recorded. <laughs> so yes, totally. So good. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And you know, I think too, that's really important for people to know, which I, I take from what, what you do. And I feel the same way is planting seeds. So mm-hmm. all of your 17, plus again, what you mentioned, how you then guest on, you know, other people's yeah. summits, you're obviously on this mm-hmm. podcast, you're, you're, you're contis- consistently and purposely mm-hmm. planting seeds. And it's, it's really amazing because I think as entrepreneurs, we get discouraged if things don't happen right away, right? Yes. And then all of a sudden you're just like, oh my gosh, some seeds are growing. I mean, I had it just the other day, someone that used to come to my meetup back in 2019 oh, wow. called me about business consulting mm-hmm. out of the blue. She actually yeah. messaged me and then we ended up meeting and, and having a conversation. So I'm sure you experienced a ton of that. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I for- So I did meetups because meetups were great. Mm-hmm. I think they still exist. Yeah. I actually just yesterday, this is so funny, Melinda, just yesterday I tried to log in it wouldn't let me and I have to reestablish an account, but meetups were, were really popular. It's so funny because I didn't go one on Sunday. We're going, a friend of mine in Miami are going rowing. <laughs> so yes, anyone out there looking to make yeah. friends, activities, yeah. ship.com. It is still a great site. So yeah. It is it's a good... <laughs> yeah. 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 And absolutely true. I mean, I have people who will become my clients and say, you know, I knew I wanted to work with you. But I needed to I needed to see some things. And one of those things was consistency. So I send out an email every single Monday. And I've been doing it for actually from the first. Oh, this is good. When I finished the first series, the first salon, I said, okay, now I'm going to get even more committed because now I have I I had all these new people that were on my email list because that's how the summits work. We build our email list. I want to give them something. And I committed to sending out an email every Monday. And we've been sending out. So I send out emails on a regular basis, but the one on Monday always goes out on Monday with a certain topic and a certain structure. And she said, you know, when I saw you send it out every Monday and never miss a day, never miss a week, I knew that I wanted to work with you. So people watch us. We plant seeds. People watch us. We never really know who is watching what and what they're tuning into that will poke them to contact you, to reach out to you. And sometimes it could be several years. I had somebody who was on my list for three years. Mm-hmm. before she opened my emails she goes I'm not ready I'm not ready I'm like okay I haven't even spoken to her but when I finally spoke to her she said I wasn't ready I'm like I wish you could have called me three years ago because that's of course the story we know right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're here now so so we never absolutely planting seeds and consistently committed to what you stand for, what you, your work can even shift a little bit, but you, your vision will always stay the same. So you never know who's watching. 
and no. you never know who, like how long they're watching you and what they're looking for to one day out of the blue, which is never really out of the blue. All <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> Contact you and say, send me the link. I want to pay you for what? I just want to work with you. And I don't even yeah. care what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it is truly this amazing thing. So um, that, yeah, when that comes together and you're just like, okay, yeah. Three years ago. That's amazing. Sure. Yeah. Let's go. So yeah. 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 That's you so never cool. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, I would love if you share just maybe a, about a couple of the other speakers or their topics, just to kind of give like that little bit of nugget. Cause I definitely want everyone to sign up mm-hmm. for the salon and there will be a link in the show notes. So yeah. Amazing. Away, my friend. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I'm like, hold on. Let me, let me tune into the names because there are so many amazing Tracy Clark. Um, my goodness, Lotus Sky, Lee Davy, very powerful. Kimberly Masca, Helena Riley, Adrian Rivera. I'll tell you, uh, Abby Gooch. I'll give you an like overarching idea. Uh-huh. All of them are spiritual, but also very grounded doing real business. Mm-hmm. So we have breath workers who turned it into like Adrian Rivera. She's, she's a breath worker, but then she, she's become this like very savvy business around it. It's not just about breath work, but let's turn it into this program. Let's turn it into, she has deck of cards for breath work, which is, she says it's the first one. I'm like, I've never seen one. So I totally believe that a breath work deck of cards. So people who are like Helena Riley, she she works with voice but again she have she, they have a whole technology about how to work through um stuckness and heal your whole being through the frequency of voice so amazing recording sound healing again they her and her ex-husband he has passed ex because past um they created a, a machine that like is revolutionary that they're doing really well with and she as well is creating these all other avenues with her business lee davy he is my goodness he's somewhere tropical he's created this whole community which he talks about in an interview it has taken many divi- many revisions over a decade but he finally is tuning into the the core of his work which took twists and turns and he had to recreate it always doing powerful work impacting many but finally he's like wow this is about this piece and when this came together I knew exactly what it had to be so it's about building community yeah it's it's um that's cool really yes Kimberly Masca who was really successful on Wall Street and turned into oh hold on I'm spiritual I'm going to now do what (laughs) she started getting downloads and turned into working in a spiritual realm, taking her 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 uh, Wall Street savvy and supporting spiritual business owners in being grounded, being tactical, being strategic in their business, which is what a lot of spiritual business owners need, because usually it's this energy of the of the the etheric energy that's overpowering, and we get to ground it, right? So really amazing speakers. We speak about intuition, practical ways to so many. Oh, this is so great. We just recorded an interview this morning. We have two more left, which I'm so excited about. Jennifer Longmore, we're recording tomorrow. She has become a channel and started to speak to she's channeling an entity. Okay. And I, she's been in a salon several times, multimillionaire, very successful, used to be a forensic detective. 
all of a sudden turn into a spiritual wisdom. Um, Akashic Records was how she entered. She entered okay. with Akashic Records as her tool. All of a sudden, she began to channel an entity, and now she very very openly speaks about very recently mother malia so she's coming tomorrow multimillionaire in spiritual business again created many different ways to turn her work into gold so we're talking about what it took to start what it takes to keep going we're talking about how to work with intuition for people who are not who are maybe thinking i don't have any gifts i would like to i think it's great it sounds really good but I don't, I don't think I was born with one. The guest this morning that we spoke with Ambila, she talks about that. She was very much in the corporate world. And then at night, which is similar to my story, started to open up to intuition. She played with tarot cards. And then one day the tarot reader invited her to a psychic circle and she goes, psychic circle me. I don't think so. And it began a journey of her opening up to what she already on some level always new. Yeah. So so it's this it's it's using those skills, those gifts that we read about and putting them into practical business that then helps so many how to do it, how to do it now with the how to prepare for what's coming, for all the changes that are already happening and will increasingly keep happening, how to not be swept up in a conversation of inflation or a conversation of recession, but be a creator, a conscious creator of wealth, prosperity and doing it in a alignment with purpose with our gifts being of service to humanity oh it's amazing i mean i'm so excited yes y'all just got the naughty share that's right that's what the naughty share i love it that is so cool well this has been super fun i am so grateful that you took time out of your busy day to hang out with me on my podcast and so we can share more about you and obviously the other 17 speakers it's it's gold girl you've yeah you've got this locked and loaded and thank you just very cool so i'm i'm very impressed as someone who's been in this lane for a while and just really honored to get to know you so thank you thank, thank you melinda thank you for having me on your show i truly appreciate you giving yeah. me space to share Oh, I love it. And everyone out there watching or listening, obviously everything will be in the show notes. This um, 17th edition of the salon kicks off on December 11th mm -hmm. and it's uh, six days, right? Six, yep. Yep. Good math. Yeah, I was like, can we do that math really quick in my head? <laughs> and mine, I believe is December 13th, but in general, hopefully everyone tunes in for everyone's and then really makes a conscious effort to listen to what all these really amazing teachers are going to be talking about and then connect with everyone too. So sounds super fun. Awesome. Yay. Thanks again for being here. See you here. in the salon. Thank you, Bye. Melinda. <laughs> Bye. Bye.